0: Welcome to the next episode of Your Home Building Hero. I am your host, David Bellman, where we want to make you the hero in your new home. And today's topic is the key terms that you need to know when you're buying a condo. Now, a lot of us have never owned a condo. Maybe you own a house and it can be a little intimidating for people when you're looking at getting a condo because there are different things involved with a condo. There's different terms, it's a different type of ownership, and it can be a little bit intimidating if you really don't know what's, what's going on with it. So I wanna clear up some misconceptions and give you some of the key terms and what they really mean. So if you're looking at buying a condo, I hope this helps you out. So the first key term in a condo is association. And the association is the managing body of the condo, and they vote uh, in the group, and they're elected, they run the meetings, and they make the decisions on behalf of the owner. So you're going to appoint a group of people to make the big decisions, like how much money you're going to allocate for snow plowing, and how often you want the snow plowed, or how, how often you want your grass cut, and how much that's going to go towards that, and how much money do you want to put towards building maintenance and when you're going to have that maintenance done. That's the kind of stuff that an association does. So when you buy a condo, you give up that control, and you um, you allow the exterior of that building to be maintained by that association. The next key word in condominium is the word condominium. And that actually has a different meaning. It means the overall inclusion of land and the structures within your development. So you own a condominium. So when you we buy a condominium, you have a fractional ownership of the land and you typically would only own the inside of your building, whether it's from the paint in or from the drywall in, you only own that inside portion and the outside portion uh, is belongs to everybody basically and then everybody takes care of each other. So everyone shares those expenses on the outside of the building. The next key term is common elements. And when you have a condominium, the common elements are areas that are owned by everyone, but they have an equal, or it's an equal, undivided interest in it. So basically, if you have 55 units in your condominium, the grass area outside your building, you would own a 155th piece of that land, but you would have the right to use all the grass. So even though you only own a fraction of it, you have the right to use all of it. And that can be true for grass, it can be true for driveways, it can be true for sidewalks, um, uh, some entryways that could be a common element. So again, the nice thing with that is if you have a bigger condominium, typically you're going to have things like maybe a tennis court or swimming pool, or um, it could be anything, it could be a little putt, putt course or um, just walking trails or an exercise room. All those things, when you have a lot of people and you're all sharing it, the cost and the expense of that goes down. So that's one of the advantages of condominium is that you all share in those expenses so you can have some nicer amenities and everybody uses it. The next key term is limited common element. And this is different than a common element because a limited common element is an area that's fractionally owned but it's only accessed by one individual unit owner. And the condo would be responsible for it, but it would only be accessed by one person. So you might be like, well, <laughs> what the heck is that? Well, that would be something like a deck, or it could be a hallway in between units, or it could be a balcony to the outside. So again, you're only going to be able to access it from your unit, but it's in an area that's owned by everybody. So that's called a limited common element. Whereas that common element, again, that's going to be, you know, something that everybody accesses. So the word limited is really what you got to focus on there and know that you don't have the right to go on anyone else's part of the property. So the next thing you need to know with condominiums is you're going to get a big pamphlet of information. And some of these are pretty thick. And this is called your disclosure materials. And when you buy a condo, it's really important that you read those disclosure materials. Now, in Wisconsin, before your condo paperwork is official, you have a five-day right of rescission. And we'll talk about that in a second, but basically what that means is you have five days to read those disclosure materials. And if you see something that you object to or are not, uh, you know, sure of you can cancel your agreement. So the disclosure materials, it's basically a comprehensive document and it explains how the uh, condominium functions and it governs. So it's gonna cover all sorts of things like your voting rights, the size of the board, the rules, the phases that you're gonna have and the actual ownership of the condominium it's going to talk about, you know, how often you vote and all those kind of things. So it's really important that you read those documents because that's basically sort of the rules of the game where you live. And, you know, if there's ever a conflict, that's the first thing you're going to look for is the disclosure materials just to see how things operate. So really pay attention to those. It's a big, thick, boring book a lot of times, but it's really important that you have a general understanding of that before you buy your condo. So again, once you've had those disclosure materials, if you're going to write an offer, you're going to get the right of refusal. And basically what that is, is um, it's going to give you that five-day window to accept those disclosures that they have given you. So you really want to look at that and pay attention to that. And the other thing I want to watch out for is if you get those disclosure materials before you buy the condo and let's see, before you even write an offer, let's say somebody gives you those materials and let's say they make you initial something. Well, technically that five days starts right when they give you those materials and you sign off on it. So you could have gotten that when you first looked at the condo and then all of a sudden you write an offer on it, you may have already lost your five-day right of refusal. So again, I am not an attorney and if you ever need legal advice, you should check with your attorney on this. That's my disclaimer and I'm sticking to it. But, um, you know, it always is a good idea to have an attorney look at things if you are unsure of uh, the paperwork or how something works. The next key term that you're going to need to know about a condo is called the reserve account. And most condos will have this and basically what it is, is it's a, a monetary account that's set up by the association. And it's all the unit owners pay into it. So it's part of your dues. And basically. What it is, is it covers long-term maintenance. So, for instance, you may have something where it's like $50 a month goes into the reserve account, and that will be used down the road if the building needs to be repainted, or the shingles need to be fixed, or the concrete cracks somewhere, and it needs to be repaired on your um, common elements, and that is a reserve account. And so, it's really important, too, to look at how much money is in the reserve account before you buy into a condo, because... Some condos, a lot of times people sell and get out of them because there's all sorts of maintenance coming down the line and people don't want to have to pay for all that maintenance. Of course, some other terms in the condo are going to be the building, which that one's pretty easy. That's the structure and that building is what contains the units. So the units are the part of the building which you own. And again, usually that's from the paint in or the drywall in. So you'll have the overall building. It could be a two-unit condo. It could be a 55-unit condo structure or tower or anywhere in between that. The next key term that you're going to want to learn about condos is the budget. And the budget is your cost breakdown for the association. So let's say you have a condo and you're paying $200 a month in dues. The budget will show you on a per-unit basis how much money goes towards those expenses in the condo like grass cutting, snow plowing, insurance, taxes, maybe common elements, your reserve fees, all those kind of things. So you're going to see on a per unit basis and then an overall basis. So just as a simple example, let's just say you have 100 units and um, maybe it's $20 a month goes to grass cutting. Well, that would be $2,000 a year for Um, 10 units to do that grass cutting. So you can see it both on a unit basis and on a overall condominium basis for your budget. So it is good to look at that. That budget gets approved by your association every year and you get a vote as a unit owner for that budget. So it's important to go to those meetings and make sure that you have your opinion on it because if you don't go to those meetings, you might get a couple people in your condominium that... Let's say, really want lots of maintenance done, and all of a sudden they start approving, doing all this extra work out there that you maybe don't want to pay for. So you have to be careful with that and make sure that you attend those meetings so that you don't miss things like that. And then the other big term that you need to know when you're buying a condo is what's called capital contribution. And capital contribution is uh, basically, it's an amount of money that you pay in initially Um, and it's typically about two months of your dues, and you have to prepay it in advance. So it's sort of like you're buying into the condominium, and that's so that you can build that reserve fund up a little bit quicker. So you might have to put, let's say if your dues are $200, you put in $400 right away. That's your starting contribution to it, and then each month you put your your next $200 in. And um, there's other issues with your association dues. For example, if you don't pay your dues, then Typically, that'll be in your condo docs and it'll say something like, you know, if you don't pay your dues after so many months, you know, we're going to send it to collections and then put a lead on your unit and so on and so forth. So you can't sell your unit if you haven't been current on your dues. So those are just things that you got to be aware of and uh, really pay attention to. So we have lots of other great articles on our website at www.com. BellmanHomes.com. That's B E L M A N homes.com. So, if you want to learn more about buying a condo or the key condo terms, you can research that yourself. We do have a helpful infographic on this as well. So, make sure that you check that out. And uh, certainly, if you want to learn more about buying a condo, let us know. And of course, uh, tune in again. We have new episodes of The Home Building Hero every Monday. Wednesday and Friday. So make sure that you subscribe to our podcast. And uh, please let us know uh, on our website if you would like to hear anything else. or if there's something that you want to learn about or you find interesting, you'd like to learn on new homes, condos, real estate, or anything regarding that, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. And I want to say thank you again for tuning in and we'll catch you next time.